0: What's going on everyone, Superstar Steve here again, Welcome you back to another edition of One Take Live, we are the most must-hear audio in podcast history, and thanks for joining me ladies and gentlemen, we are on the road to Survivor Series, uh, what is it, four days away now? Four days away I think, Australian time, four days away, five days, five days, um, very much looking forward to it actually, it is a good looking pay-per-view. Um, so yeah, I can't wait till son- well, Monday, Australia time, but Sunday America time, uh, and I think it's going to be a great show, uh, they've got basically the best of both worlds, both shows on the program, uh, and they, they've done well to, uh, come up with the card that they've got, so very exciting, it of course was the last Monday Night Raw before that happens, were we going to see another Under Siege, were we going to see another Invasion? How was everything going to unravel in Lita? Well, that's what we're here for, folks. We're going to go through the card quickly, then come back and talk a little bit more in depth about some of those uh, moments that took place on Monday Night Raw. So let's kick it off. Bailey versus Mickey James versus Dana Brooke, with the winner, would be the fifth woman in the Team Raw uh, Women's Survivors Series uh, team. And of course as you'd expect finally Bailey got the payoff and finally got the victory there so Bailey has joined uh Sasha Banks Nia Jax I am having the biggest blank right now what is going on <laughs> Oh dear Asuka uh what's oh, the captain what's the captain what's the captain Come on guys give me that power to think of it Give me that power, Alicia Fox. There we go. So we got Nia, Sasha, Asuka, Bailey, Alicia, all in the women's Raw match. Very good team right there, actually. A Very good team. Um, I'd be surprised if Raw women get the victory and SmackDown men get the victory is the way I think it's probably going to go. But... Nonetheless, moving forward, we also had Enzo more and Drew Gulak versus Kalisto and Akira Tozawa. The winners of that one was actually Enzo more and Drew Gulak. Um, very surprised there, because usually, if you win on the night bef- on the, uh, the show before, then you lose at the pay-per-view, and I just can't see them taking the title of Enzo, especially for Kalisto. Um, but then if... Kalisto loses, his character is sort of done, he's lost a couple of times now, so I'm not sure exactly how that's going to go, maybe we'll see he'll turn somewhere, um, but yeah, the match was what it was, we had, I love Drew Gulak when he comes out with with uh, Enzo, because their promos are just so completely opposite to the, to each other, the way they talk, which really, really comes off comedic, uh, and is really cool to watch. Um, <laughs> just makes me laugh every time. Um, so I love what they're doing there. Hopefully they keep that going for a little bit longer. Uh, and we'll see how it goes at the pay-per-view. We also had Miz TV featuring Seamus and Cesaro. Uh, as we learnt earlier in the night, it would be those three teaming up to verse the Shield. Uh, and what more could you say? Of course it was going to happen after last week's A great shock of a loss by Seth and Dean uh, to lose their titles. But in the bigger picture, you can see with our guy, they needed more matches. uh, And certainly the New Day versus um, The Shield with three on three would work really well. So it was evident why they went that way. Um, Moving on. We had Jason Jordan defeating Bray Wyatt by a pinfall. Uh, And then Bray actually attacked Jason after the match, um, giving him a knee injury, which of course is part of the storyline for later on in the show, which we'll get to discussing at length, I think. We also had Paul Heyman and Brock Lesnar in the ring, cutting a promo uh, for their upcoming match against AJ Styles, another huge match I'm very much looking forward to. Um, I'm not sure which way it's going to go, I have a feeling I'm not going to do it now, I'll give you my predictions on the Predictions Show, um, but I tell you what, uh, Paul was a little off this week, I don't know what was wrong with the crowd, I know the crowd... Graham was somewhat distracted in the middle of it because someone proposed in the audience, apparently. Uh, but Paul just didn't seem in his usual promo god self. Uh, struggled a little bit. Good, uh, managed to get through it. And, I mean, only hyped it up, I guess. So it was The, the Shield eventually defeating Ms. Cesaro. Oh, Cesaro, Sheamus and Cesaro. Uh, as you'd expect, gaining momentum before the weekend. Uh, Nothing too out of the ordinary there, so we'll move straight along. Finn Balor and Samoa Joe did team up. Uh, Kurt wanted to test them in their team sense, given last week they're at each other's throats. so put them in a tag team against the club, Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows, and you can only guess which way that one went. Of course, Finn picking up the victory for the team. Samoa Joe not sticking around to celebrate. Off the ramp he goes. True to Joe's heel form, exactly what he should have done in my opinion, I love the work that they do, uh, and seeing them interact, especially with SmackDown superstars on the weekend, is going to be something special. Uh, so I'm very much looking forward to that. We also had Alexa Bliss cutting a backstage interview promo, basically saying she's going to turn up to SmackDown tomorrow, which is great. Finally, finally, we're going to see someone from Raw and SmackDown. Will she go with backup, though? That is a question. Uh, I feel like if she walks into the lion's den by herself, she could be up for a little bit of a... Uh, a hard time, but, I mean, we'll have to wait and see. Hopefully we can see an Under Siege Smackdown, because otherwise it's a complete waste of time. You've got one team attacking the other and no one doing anything else? That's a bit weird to me. But anyway, moving on to, I guess, the main talking point for the show. And this was Triple H entering himself... Into the raw five person elimination uh, matchup team. And guess whose spot who's he took? That's right, Jason Jordan. Jason getting that knee injury uh, throughout the show, Kurt threatening to take it off him, saying that he needs someone at 100%. Uh, Stephanie comes out and effectively says, You know, we're going to make the decision, uh, and you're going to make sure Jordan won't be in that side. Uh, Kurt struggles and struggles and struggles and eventually Triple H comes out, big surprise return there, uh, and gets in Kurt's face and says, if you're not going to make the decision, I will. I am the fifth member of Team Raw, only then to turn around and give a pedigree for Jason Jordan. Thank the Lord, WWE still know how to write stories. And still know how to G me up every now and then. I thought Jason Jordan got put in this match. Uh, To me, it felt lackluster. It felt like he was too young, too fresh. uh, Not enough uh, experience behind him. I know they want to push him. uh, But I don't think this was the place to push him. And thankfully, uh, they had this planned all along. uh, Because I'll tell you what, ladies and gentlemen. I always said, when Kurt Angle comes into the WWE... It's going to lead to a WrestleMania match with Triple H. I thought the Jason Jordan son uh, would play a part in it somehow. I'm not sure if this was the original way it was meant to do to go down or because of the sort of Jason not connecting with the audience, they had to change things up and, and create a new storyline. Uh, but I tell you what, because he pedigreed Jason Jordan, uh, I think that... Kurt will be facing Triple H at WrestleMania this year. Uh, I'll be lucky to see that because I will be going there live in person in New Orleans. Just dropping that note in there. Um, But yeah, I think this pedigree is going to lead to future tension, future arguments, and a WrestleMania match. Um, But apart from the WrestleMania segment, what a great way to get Triple H back on the show. Uh, and back in the limelight. And to give Survivor Series that 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 salt and pepper on top of that steak. It was already looking delicious. And now they've just garnished it so nicely. Uh, it really makes you uh, happy that, that he's there. Um, and that he can still hang with the best. So that, I guess, is the main talking point of uh of the night. Thoughts on Jordan's performance? Well, I thought it was probably a little bit too whiny and sad and and complaining for a, a babyface. Maybe they're turning him heel now. Um, but for me, he just did a, a little bit too much. Almost like he was begging. Um, and I mean, I, there, there were some things he said which I didn't agree with. More to the fact of this is the only chance I'll have to be in this match Um, I think he should have kept it to the only chance I'd have to be in a match with my dad, um, whereas he should have belief in his own abilities that he's definitely going to be up there one day, um, and it's not the only time he's going to have a match like this in his career. Um, so I think that was one of the big talking points, uh, on Jason's behalf that he didn't deliver so well. Um... Kurt's facials were excellent. It looked like he was really struggling. At the start of the show, we had Kurt and Stephanie facing off. Um, Kurt looked like a defeated man, to be honest. And I don't know if that's the way you want to do it. If if you got your team captain uh, for your show and you're demeaning him to a point where his head is so low that... Uh, his confidence wouldn't be there to win the match I think that's the wrong strategy I think maybe Stev should have come out and said something more to the fact of uh, yeah Kurt you've stuffed up but we're Team Raw we stick together um, and we're going to win and, and sort of try and psych him up rather than try and um, I guess shame him or um, demasculate him in front of the whole world Uh, Stephanie is sometimes too good at what she does, too demasculating, uh, and it can really take a toll on the the wrestlers themselves, because if she's looking good in front of the rest of the world, that means the wrestlers are usually looking bad. Um, One thing I did like this week, well, we did have the Roman Reigns return, I should add, uh, didn't come out to as many boos as I anticipated he would. Uh, I think when he's with the Shield, I think that unit works really well. And I think the audience loves cheering that unit when he's by himself. His flaws are found out. um, His one dimensionalness is found out. And that's when people start to boom, but in a group he can be hidden. He can, he can work well with the other two and, and everyone loves cheering. I love cheering him when, when he's in that group. Um, But one way that uh, I guess wrestlers can counteract Stephanie's, uh, meanness that she gives off uh, we saw a perfect example of this tonight with Roman He um, Stephanie addressed him saying where the hell have you been Roman turned around on her saying where the hell have you been we do what we want here you haven't been here for so long S- after going through what one table at Wrestlemania so he really turned that around on her and made her look like the foolish one uh, and didn't look uh, like he was being talkin- talked down to at all Um, And yeah, I really like that. The only thing I can, uh, I guess, comment on negatively towards Roman's little uh, microphone spiel tonight, it came off a little too generic at some points, um, saying, we will beat their ass. And uh, it just came off a bit too scripted and fake. Just just be normal. Like when you spoke to Stephanie, that sounded normal. It sounded like, uh, shut up, boss, I'll do what I want. You can't tell me what to do. You don't scare me. That came off really well. Uh, but then when he got to talking about the matches, sort of came off scripted. Uh, I don't know if he's, it was scripted or it's just force of habit. Um, I think they give him the microphone more often. It'll only get better. And I think they really need to do that regardless of how good or bad he is. If they want him to be the number one guy, I think they need to do it. Um, and I mean, it's either fight or fly. He's He's going to... He's going to get out there and learn and, and get better. And that's the only way you do get better. You practice and practice and practice and do it over and over and over. Or he's going to fly and he's not going to be able to handle it. He's going to crawl back into his shell and then maybe WW see the light and they say, well, if you can't talk, you can't draw people, you can't be in the top guy. So uh, maybe they'll do it that way. But who knows? All the best to him and I really do hope he succeeds. Um, everyone else on the show tonight didn't have a problem with. Uh, I think that's probably all there was on the show, to be honest. Um, I'm not going to keep you around then. I think that's it. So, we got SmackDown coming up tonight. So hopefully I should uh, get you uh, the SmackDown review podcast. And then we've got a predictions show for Survivor Series, which I'll get out to you guys. Uh, and then we've also got NXT TakeOver this weekend which I am super looking forward to uh I love watching TakeOvers every every quarter and hopefully with the um what was it called Battleground Battle Games War Games War Games uh that'll be a very different site because I, I think I've only really ever seen a War Games once um but it'll be interesting to see how they do it so that's all i got time for folks we've been gone for 15 and a half minutes I will catch you all down the road. Thank you very much for tuning in. I'll see you all next time. Bye.